Hi everyone, JJ here. Before you get underway to the episode Pocahontas, I just wanted to give a mild content warning before we get into it. Uh, this is Pocahontas, and it touches on delicate subjects such as colonization, and I just wanted to give you a little heads up before you get into it that that's going to be talked about and talked about at length, um, so it's not 100% the footloose and fancy freestyle episode we do, and I just thought I'd give you a little heads up before we get into it. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Hey there, hi there, ho there, welcome back once again for another brand new exciting episode of Disney Compendiums Volume 33, Pocahontas. I'm your host, as usual, JJ, and over there, as always, with, uh, with something important that he has to say, is my good friend Nick. Nick? Oh yes. Uh, do you so, have anything that you want to say? I, I do have. Uh, <laughs> if you heard our annex episode, you might have heard me uh, say something inappropriate. <laughs> and if you listen to the show with your children, I apologize. <laughs> and also, I'm I'm judging you. If you listen to the show with your children. Uh, but yes, I'm sorry. I've, I've made. I've tried to make this a family show. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I will never say Tarzan again in this podcast. <laughs> you just did. Way to go. Gosh darn it. <laughs> oh, uh, Jiminy, yeah. Jiminy Jillikers. <laughs> Jiminy Jillikers. But here we are talking about Disney's it's, Avatar. It's, it's fixed now, the episode, but it certainly was not. Uh, it was PG-13 last week. Yeah. So if you have that you're, version. Yeah. You're allowed. If it's PG-13, you're allowed one uh, F-bomb. Yeah, and it can't be used. Um, it can only be used as an expletive. It can't be used in its other form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, in a PG thirteen movie. So. Yeah, and you're only allowed to listen to episode if you physically own the copy of it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just. <laughs> I guess they kind of do a gray area though. Yeah. I don't know. yeah, there's a copyright gray area with the F word. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Podcasts where paradise.com. Yeah. Disney's Avatar. I was going to say Disney's Avatar, but now Avatar is Disney's Avatar. So Okay. So uh, uh, movies that your teacher can show you on a rainy day. Yeah. And, and can lie about saying like it's, it's educational. Yeah. I guess. These are, these are, these are the names of real people. <laughs> yep. I mean, I literally watched this movie freshman year of high school on a rainy yep. day. And I, boy, boy. <laughs> I took a class in high school that was called musical theater. Yeah. You may ask yourself, musical theater, that's got to be fun. It's got to be things like stage plays and stuff. No, absolutely not. It was watching musical films and then writing essays and stuff about them like <laughs> breaking them down and things like that like that's what the class was and like well it's a low budget like low effort class and i'm here for it i love i love this i love movies 
uh, I like talking about movies, so I'm, I'm fine with this. So, um, I'm trying to remember the exact movies we saw. I know there was a, obviously Mary Poppins was one yeah. of them. Bye Bye Birdie, South Pacific, West Side Story, Little Shop of Horrors, which is very, I was very excited about that one. I would have been yeah. from that one. Uh, Newsies. Okay. Uh, and I took like two semesters of that class because of mm-hmm. like, watching movies. And I'm pretty sure Pocahontas was one of them because that movie was only like five years, six years old at the time. So it's <laughs> like, that, that class uh, in theory sounds okay, but it's like, hey, do you like guys and dolls? Yep. Well, now write a paper about it and lose all your love for it. <laughs> Thing is, they, they didn't, like, that class didn't play like, like, guys and dolls should have, you would think something like guys and dolls and singing in the rain yeah, and something like that would have been in there, but like, no. Nah. Or even like the original A Star is Born or the mm-hmm. remake of A Star is Born. Not the most recent remake, but the other re- remake. Of the yeah, yeah. Like something, but no, no. It was mostly, it was much more contemporary, with the exception of things like Mary Poppins, West Side Story. I think the South Pacific was. Yeah, well, that's, that's still Rogers and Hammerstein. That's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah. No, it was a fun class. I like that yeah. class. But like I, we watched Xanadu. Oh man, I could I, I could have written a paper about Xanadu. On Xanadu. We could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Given the opportunity, I absolutely could have written a breath, uh, a scathing report on Xanadu. <laughs> oh, Greece! Obviously, Greece was another one. Was yeah, the, just Gene Kelly at the end of his life. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. There's you quickly realize that there's nothing more frustrating than being on, watching a movie. You know, thirty, forty-five minutes at a time. <laughs> oh okay. God. Yeah, because yeah. it's not like the classes were two hours long. It was, you know, you know, a, a school period. Yeah, it's a high school period. So it was like, yeah, you 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 get you get about like a DVD chapter, and then it's off to the next class. <laughs> well, that's listen. Uh, I don't know if you you ever heard of the, the miniseries Centennial. <laughs> it was about the history of America. Yeah. Um, we watched it about 45 minutes a time, at a time over the course of an entire school year. Nice. And we got to the last episode, and my teacher forgot that he had taped over the last part of it for a Celtics versus Lakers game from 1987. <laughs> and apparently he had done this several years in a row and did just forgot. <laughs> so we're emotionally invested in Centennial. Nope. Burn and magic. Burn and magic. Here we go. <laughs> yep. I mean, in hindsight, it's a better story. <laughs> yeah. But Centennial, like I the movie. Remember, you want to yes. know one of the craziest movie watching experiences I ever had was in sure. elementary school. Elementary school. I'm pretty sure fifth grade, because I was older <laughs> at the time. Fifth grade. What mm-hmm. we watched in class? What? Glory. Go for it. Uh, I mean, it's like, historically significant. Yeah, but that's not for kids. That's not for fifth graders. That movie, <laughs> that movie wrecks me now as, yeah, a, no, as a 39-year-old man. It was a bad movie to play for fifth graders, and I have no idea why that was allowed. 
<laughs> I love the 54. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my all, everything that we've talked about better movie than the one we were actually talking supposed to be talking yep. about. Yeah. 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 Um, I would rather well, watch stuff. I'd rather watch South Pacific for the, you know, third time. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you my craziest movie experience, and I still at school. I still would rather watch that than this one. I was in RSP class because I was no good at math or oh. speaking good English. Me fail English. Me fail English says impossible. <laughs> and our teacher one day is like, you know what, guys? I like Days of Thunder, so we're gonna watch Days of Thunder. Oh yeah. Uh, one time, just end like end of semester, the my math teacher was like. She was like, I got, you could tell, like, I got nothing else for you. So uh, we're going to watch uh, uh, Austin Powers 2 instead. Okay. So for, still would rather watch. For the, last, for the last week of, like, this semester. It wasn't, like, end of the year. It was just end of the semester. So I'm just going to watch Austin Powers 2. So <laughs> there you go. I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm in high school. This is key humor for me. I'll watch Austin Powers 2. <laughs> still would rather watch that. In Days of Thunder, in any movies we've listed, including Xanadu, maybe. <laughs> When's the last time you saw Xanadu? I I had to be twenty years ago. I watched and, Xanadu very, very recently. Why? It was there's a podcast that's how okay. it get made, and that was an episode with Xanadu. And okay. I like, yeah, watch Xanadu, and like get their opinions on it afterwards kind of thing. That's how the podcast is supposed to work. Sure. And so I watched Xanadu and I was like, oh, Lord, that's right. Xanadu. Because, well, thank <laughs> you makes, for clarifying. It makes zero sense. And by the time it's over, you're just like, what? Yeah. I, 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 okay. Like, I, 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 everyone you... trying to make Olivia Newton-John a thing. I'm glad you. I'm glad you clarified how podcasts are supposed to work because I totally still yeah. haven't gotten it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, here how, we go. Like now, see, here's the thing: you were you're actually on the show, so it makes sense that you have to watch this movie before talking about it. I'm yeah. sorry, it's not always a pleasant experience. No. Point. 1995, June 23rd, opening worldwide. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yay! Look, look, we're not going to beat around the bush of Pocahontas. Um, Not good. No! Um, Like, at all? Like, like, it's funny because, like, it has great music. Yeah, and Um, it's beautifully animated. Yeah, yeah, and it looks, yeah, it's 1995, it's, you know, we're still in the middle of the Renaissance. Uh, But are we? (laughs) Yes, theoretically, yes. We're in the middle of the Renaissance with several more movies. As much as you want to uh, bemoan that factoid, this is still technically the Renaissance, and it goes, and Tarzan is still part of the Renaissance. <laughs> uh, I, I, I Listen, I don't know why you use swear words on this podcast. We kind of cover that, but... But, um, but yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's one of those movies where, I'm, like, you watch it, it starts off like you know, it starts off like Little Mermaid, first of all. It's, yeah, it it starts with a shipwreck, you know, basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> introducing the handsome, uh, princely gentleman of the movie, uh, John Smith. John Smith. Um, look, 
I don't even I can't I don't even I can't even say like did this movie even start out with the best of intentions because it it it's like it doesn't it doesn't ever feel like it does like it, it tries to do this whole story of uh you know two these two these two groups of people are completely different but they're the same and it's yeah. like mm, I, I'm and, gonna you know. I, 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 I'm not going to bother doing the typical breakdown that we usually do of like the plot beat by beat because we're just going to talk naturally about the plot. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. it slows down the episode a little bit when we try to break it down sequentially. And, um, and you've kind of handed that there's a lot more stuff outside of the movie that's <laughs> kind of relevant to it. I think. I think talking more historically about this movie too a little bit maybe. Yeah. Uh, about like because. This movie does a bad job at representing anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, uh, the song, the song that's towards the, like the last song of the movie, where it has the two, the the white, the white man singing about the savages and the and the Native Americans singing about you know the pale faces and how they wanted to kill. But like they're all singing the same song, so mm-hmm. the point of the song is effectively like. At the end of the day, they're all the same. We're all humans. We're all scared of what we don't understand. It's like it's not that simple with this story. No, it is. These people are coming and causing a ruckus and destroying the livelihoods of these people. They have the rights and reason to be absolutely furious at Pale Face, especially since the 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 undercurrent plot of this movie because it has to have a plot other than why they're there and that plot is like a goonies plot there's like the what what's his name um, oh, there's, a pirate, there's a pirate ship <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. What, what's the uh I, I'm, I'm bad with remembering names because i hate this movie um ratcliffe ratcliffe that's all he's there for yeah he's only there for both uh yeah, it's it's just it's just David Ogden Styers again. Yeah, um, and yeah, there similar. are too many things that shouldn't be like sentient or talking, doing things like that. You have the tree, you have a hummingbird, you have the pug, and you have the raccoon. That's too much. Yep. you put too much in it. Yep. <laughs> like and... it, give the tree, like yes, that's an important piece of mythology to include in here. Yeah. Um, choose the raccoon or the hummingbird. You don't get both, and you absolutely don't get to give the villain a, a wacky sidekick too. At this point, if you're packing this many in there, so. Well, I mean, also if you know the story behind Pocahontas, like the yeah. actual person, like you know, spoilers, guys. They, they imply that her and John Smith have a thing, but yeah. you know, he leaves without her. She later marries a man named J- uh, John Rolfe or James yeah. Rolfe. She moves it. The, the, ang- the angry video game nerd, James Ralph. James Ralph. <laughs> well, I don't forget. For, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, so she becomes Rebecca Rolf, moves to England, becomes, I guess, civilized. And keep in mind, I'm quote, using quote marks there. There's air quotes going on that you people can't see out there that this happened. <laughs> It it dies of malaria or something like yeah, she just there's... like she couldn't handle living in yeah dirty old England <laughs> yeah but yeah it's I like the 
their first meeting and then there's just like instant like actual magic and now she can speak English yeah. is like one of like I don't know it just seems so careless I don't know what yeah. the right word to it's like that's your like ancient native mysticism yeah. speak with the white man kind of thing seems like just magic through magic alone the, the magic of love and an old willow tree yeah. uh, is able to grant her the guardians of the galaxy style ear chip so she can understand alien tongue like, yes <laughs> the the magic of being a leggy woman in a loincloth yeah. that's how that's how she communicates yeah. oh yeah or, totally I, I guess I guess I, I guess my joke probably could have been better if I went with like the babble fish from yeah. Guide to the Galaxy, but Guardians of the Galaxy is more on brand. More yeah. on Disney brand. So. <laughs> yeah. It's uh so uh when I was talking to somebody about this movie, they go, Oh, you mean when they're in their woke Disney period? Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's and it. It's, and it's but it's like the ultra like lame like yeah like, like, really trying because like yeah because you have this and in three weeks if you stay on schedule is Mulan which handles it better <laughs> yeah I mean I will say this about the movie like and they pride they I get, they prided themselves on a lot of this. So we go, yeah, well the all the Native Americans are voiced for actual Native American actors. And you go, oh, that's cool. Except when Power didn't start singing, and it's clearly Jim Cummings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it 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 has no respect. Like I, that's the problem when you do something like this. You're showing no respect for history, even if. Even if history itself was disrespectful, as in yeah. this era. Of, because it totally was. Yeah. You can't just do the Disney whitewash of something like this. Um, it does not work. And people love this movie. And I, like, I think because it looks good and it came at people of a certain age. Yeah. And um, the music is very good. Yeah. Um, Just about it, Riverbend is a fantastic song. Yeah, um, and she's a Disney princess, so yeah. she's officially a Disney princess. Yeah, and I mean, like, like, in like, representation matters, obviously. Yeah, and that they've sort of been able to pivot Pocahontas into more of a representation role, as opposed to like, also let's just push this these movies over here. Yeah, well, but I mean, also she... we have a Native American princess who represents you know, that, that thing, and then try not to, you know, focus too much on the yeah. unwoke I, I think... wokeness of their <laughs> theatrical feature. I don't know if the problem was that they, the fact that they shouldn't have tried to base it off an actual person, or if they just, like, just really... I don't want to say... It... I don't like half. I can't say that word, but half did things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Went in with half a deck, you know. It's just yeah. like, you know, yeah. It's like they came up with. I was gonna say they came up with an idea, but then didn't. But they didn't even really 
come up with an idea. Um, <laughs> because yes. it's one of those things where, okay, so the director of this was the director of The Rescuers Down Under. Yeah. Um, and he wanted to work with Joe Grant, um, who was a Disney legend. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's a veteran at Disney. Um, he uh, The original plan that he was coming up with, he was thinking like, oh, uh, let's do like Western legends. Annie Oakley, Pecos Bill, things like that. Uh, Buffalo Bill. That's the, not Silence of the Lambs. Buffalo Bill. <laughs> uh, 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 th- th- can't say the F word again. <laughs> put, put solution in the indigenous people's basket. Yeah. Um, uh, but eventually, um, it, it, they, it's this era of Disney, so it is the pitch your idea, yes or no, yes or no. Uh, this idea, this idea was literally a picture of Tiger Lily from Peter Pan <laughs> with the words Walt Disney's Pocahontas written on it. Uh, oh man! Wow! And, and and on the back, uh, a pitch of the kind of the movie of an Indian princess who is torn between her father's wishes to destroy the English settlers and her wishes to help them. A girl caught between her father and her people and her love for the enemy. And that's the pitch for Pocahontas. A picture, yeah. of, Tiger, a picture of Tiger Lily that says Pocahontas already off to a bad start in the you know it's I don't want to be crude with my language and it's like they all look the same. So Tiger Lily, Pocahontas, here's a pitch, a very simple Pocahontas loved John Smith is the, you know, the, yep. and, and like, so they're not going in with the best of intention. They're just going in with, you know, with, with a half cocked idea of. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than the thing I said. I, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll remember this one. I'll say half baked instead. Uh, yeah, yeah, how that was supposed to come out. But, um, Let's just uh, say lazy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so they just, they just came in with yeah, just just. But that's how these gong show meetings were. Sometimes you get gold. Sometimes you get you know coal. Po- Pocahontas. Um, yeah, so, yeah. For every Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin, you get Pocahontas or Tarzan. Uh, <laughs> So, well, you know what? It's this movie kind of it also does a thing where it goes back to a familiar trope with Disney, yeah, where it's like, oh, I'm the princess, and my dad just doesn't get it, yeah. And well, here's the thing you know how it all actually came about because you're not too far off about with it, because also after this pitch was made at the same time at the studio. Uh, uh, the, the president of animation was working on an adaption of Romeo and Juliet. Uh-huh. So, it is, so it's a couple of people were like, dad just doesn't get it. And it's, <laughs> and so it's like, boy, your idea and Romeo and Juliet are kind of the same. So let's just take my Romeo and Juliet and put it into your Pocahontas and well, here you go. That's not historically <laughs> accurate. Yeah, it's fine. 
if they would have done anything like come come up with a different Native American name <laughs> something yeah I, I, like just try to make it like you know because like you know they successfully do these things later on I mean like when you do things with like you know Moana or something you know yeah well it'd be like yeah like like like, like think of Moana and Coco like okay yeah that's those are pretty good representations of different cultures. Yeah, like yeah, culture because you're using the you're using sort of the culture as the aesthetic. Yeah, which goes a long way as opposed to using the culture as like the the like the old, that's the plot point is yeah. the aesthetic. It's, it's not the it's not the there's no aesthetic. There's no Native American imagery or anything. Like if they if it if they went to like more native style imagery. Or something in this, maybe it would have played out a little better. It would have felt a little less Disney just trying to cash in on an underrepresented uh, audience. Yeah, and so, uh, and they got the most culturally sensitive white man for that movie, yes. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. <laughs> um, oh no! <laughs> I. It's one of those things when I started watching this movie and it starts like. You know it's Mel Gibson. You're familiar that it's Mel Gibson, but then he starts talking, and you're like, "Oh, that's right, Mel Gibson." Yeah, <laughs> he didn't destroy his career at some point. Yeah, this is. I mean, like, this is. This is. What is it? Ninety five. So. Yeah, this is like okay. So he's done Maverick already. Yeah. I think he's uh, about to do Ransom. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um. What else? I, I'm trying to think of what else. No, Lethal some- Weapons done, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe? No, maybe not. What else? There was something else that I'm thinking. Oh, oh Braveheart. Braveheart. He's still Braveheart. Braveheart, Braveheart yeah, is yeah. this year. Braveheart is this yeah, okay. year. Okay, so that's so he's kind of at the top of his game here. Yeah. Uh, Braveheart. Like, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand, like why he like i guess i do understand why he would do this movie at the end of the day i guess uh, uh it had a lot of zeros in it <laughs> a lot of zeros in it and it's a disney movie and he gets to be oppressive <laughs> yeah it's like oh also we're gonna let you sing uh you do know mel gibson right yeah yeah that's fine you know they dubbed over me in the original cut of mad max right whatever let's <laughs> get going <laughs> Goose uh, is fine. He'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, oh, geez. that's right. He was in Casper. <laughs> Will Gibson was in Casper? Yeah, he had like a very small, stupid cameo in Casper. So 95. Wow. Um, 95, you have Braveheart, Casper, and Pocahontas, and Ransom's the next day, next year. And then. Uh, I, I I like two of those movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's yeah. You, you win some, you lose some. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then he lost everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> Today is not Jimmy Shaker Day. <laughs> um, JJ, I don't know how to talk about this movie without just because I don't want to be a I don't want to be a bummer. But yeah. I feel like, especially since we've come off a string of like, oh man, this is these, this is some of the best stuff they've ever made, yeah. and it's like, 
oh yeah, this movie is just the worst. <laughs> Not the worst. No. But rankings wise, that'll bear that'll bear me out. But as far as just like it it's following like really the best movies they've ever made. Yeah, I mean like you're it's like you're you're following um the Lion King. Lion King. You're, you're really following the Lion King. Well like even like like you know you know, we were cracking wise because uh, at one point where you're in the um, the Renaissance, yeah. Little Mermaid, and then poor little rescuers down under sandwiched in there. Yeah. But then Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King, and then Pocahontas again, hilarious because it's yeah. the same director. Yeah. Like he's just bad luck for this guy all around. Yep. Uh, but uh, but like yeah, I mean, they're in, with the exception of the rescuers down under, like just these massive massive films with yeah. with timeless stories and everyone will remember them and then Pocahontas which is yeah. the most even if you strip out all of the sort of cultural insensitivity that this movie plays out still just this bare bones love story yeah like I mean like like the barest of bare bones they yeah. don't really John Smith and Pocahontas don't interact a whole lot in this movie. No. Um, like you, you like you have their initial interaction where, you know, she's rolling his eyes at him because he mm-hmm. just keeps the no savages, no uncivilized, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, right? Kind of nonsense. And then you know later on you get some love stuff later on, and then the, then the twist happens with the you know shooting her. You know, I, I Cocoa. Cocoa, yeah. Yeah, her uh, betrothed. Yeah. Her, her arranged marriage. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. How, I, I, well, he. I mean, he doesn't shoot him. Thomas shoots him. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like, that's yeah, right, where he's yeah. taking the fall for what Thomas said. So he was going to take the fall regardless because he was a white yeah. man that was spotted kissing. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's. It's just so lackluster in storytelling all around. Um, it, it, ta- it makes no effort really to um, be be kind to the people that they're representing. Really, no. And it takes no it take makes no effort telling a decent love story, even if it's a weird love story. Even if it's a love story that goes like it's kind of a creepy love story, like Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast. Um, you know, the Aladdin love story makes a lot more sense than any other love story. Um, Even the Lion King love story makes more sense. Like, oh, yeah. you're back. Yeah. My yeah. long lost love is back. Yeah. yeah I mean, because they liked each other from the get. There wasn't ever any, like, real, like, antagonistic feelings towards one another. But, you know, just the typical kid, like, yeah, Mary, no. Yeah. Like, you know, I guess I was going to say pups, but they're lions and kids. Uh, <laughs> Well, if I recall correctly, and I think I'm right here, when this movie came out and it got rightfully the backlash it should have, Disney seemed kind of taken aback, like, whoa, hold on. Who no, mean this no, meant, no, it's great. No, it's due to few. Yeah. Like, who could have ever seen this coming? Yeah. Um, and they were just caught, like, what? People just, they have a problem with this movie? Yeah. Yeah, and, and and you know, and, and you're smack dab like this era is where 
this country is starting to become more culturally aware of what we did to the Native Americans. Yeah. They're like becoming more like, boy, our our ancestors really uh really hosed them. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, like it was you know, and I I've born and raised and grew up in the Pacific Northwest, which is very uh, yeah. heavy in that stuff. And like they were teaching they were teaching like their history in in like that was a history class. Like your like mm-hmm. Washington State history class, ninety eight percent of that class was, you know, native history um in this area because it's it's it's, you know it's important and to sort of just completely ignore the sort of just the bare bones racism of it is all they focused on and that was it and they're also because the because again the villain's plot is only that he wants gold it's not like this you know colonizing nonsense or anything it really is just he wants gold to be rich so it's like they're, yeah, tra- a, they're trying to sh- they're trying to strip away the what the true evil was of this. I just yeah, making- like we're gonna come here yeah. and force you into Christianity. Yeah, accept it. Yeah, but instead now with this story, with the Pocahontas story, it's the main villain. He's like, we're gonna come here, and oh, we're just you know, I just want gold, so we're just gonna run roughshod over you get your gold and you say you don't have gold but i don't believe you so i'm gonna kill you all to get your gold and that's 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 what the villain like again they're stripping away like the reality of history you know (laughs) and it's terrible yeah well the the thing is like you can't you can't like uh, you know we've, we've established lion king has set the piano on fire and guess what now you go follow him yeah and it Okay, well, we're gonna, but we're not gonna go all the way with it. We're not gonna go all the way with it. Well, we we know what the story is, but we're just kind of, yeah. we still want to keep it Disney, you know. So, like, so, yeah. uh, you know, Beauty and the Beast, massive success, Academy Award nominated film, first uh, animated film nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah, best picture, not just like best picture. Yeah. So. What does that tell him? Studio chairman Jeffrey Katzenberg decides we need to have another romance film and cash in on that. Aladdin, too far into production, can't change, even though, again, it's a romance film. Romance film. And uh, The Lion King, um, not a romance film. It has a romance film plot, but it's not yeah. a romance film. So, it's good. so those are too far in, into production. Pocahontas, though, that one's not that deep into production. So, um, that's why you get things like Pocahontas is very clearly older mm-hmm. than, <laughs> you know, than she should be, um, at least visually. They made her look older than she should have been. Fourteen, uh, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so they wanted, he wanted, he was just, he was, he wanted a more. Uh, I don't want to say adult movie, but mature movie. So, um, so that's why like they make her a little older. They kind of make the romance a little more serious and grown up ish. Um, the animals don't speak in it. Um, there, there is no. This movie 
is void of humor in yeah. a weird way. Like there are jokes, but there's like they're not, but they're just like jokes that any movie would have. There's you know, there's there's gags with the yeah. animals. Yeah, and that's yeah. There's no there's no lightness to any of the characters. Every character is, the exception of like John Smith, is a little awkward at times. Like there's no humor in this movie to be seen. Well, uh, or, uh, I mean, what's let's see what Pocahontas' friend? Dad, don't remember. And whatever I her wanted, name is, and I wouldn't want to butcher the pronunciation by looking yeah. it up. Whatever her name is, she's there to kind of add some levity to it. Even her, she's just like, "Oh, I'm Pocahontas, just don't be friend." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the boys yeah. like her, not me. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Nakoma or something like that. I think it is. I don't know. Um, yeah. I I don't recall, but it's yeah. So so yeah. So that's what you get. They wanted to make a more. Uh, uh, mature love story, something a little like so. Tr- trying their best to recreate um, Beauty and the Beast, but missing the point. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, I feel you know how we're we're talking about like what what other like extra episodes could we do? And I think yeah. one should be <laughs> it's. It's hear me out. Our, our our only explicit episode. It's just us dunking on Jeffrey Katzenberg. <laughs> it's, it's it's so weird because like it's like Michael Eisner. Uh, he's not like incompetent and he's not bad, but there is this like boy, you've made some like your stupid decisions, like. You're, you're you're snatching victory out of the you know the teeth of defeat kind of thing like mm-hmm. you've made so many bad decisions but you've also made just the right amount of good decisions to make you successful enough in this industry and then goes on to create one of the biggest animated animation studios inside of Disney so um, but he, I feel like he, like what you've said about him like starting with black cauldron yeah and like into aladdin and all yeah. it just like he just seems like he, just, he doesn't seem like a great guy to be honest with you yeah i mean like like yeah i mean he didn't yeah he, there it, it's tricky because some of the things that you have to talk about with jeffrey katzenberg don't fit into the conversations of film production for the mm-hmm. most part because behind the scenes there's a lot of stuff that he was doing like business-wise that were big and important but you made him the like you know director of the animation studio, and so you're giving him final say, and, um, you know, giving him decisions for things. So, would you would you say Katzenberg is he was like Disney's Kevin Dunn? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's he a was, deep cut. He was but... he, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> he, but like. Because it really is the relationship with Dunn and McMahon are exactly the same as the relationship between Katzenberg and Eisner, with the exception of Eisner was able to cut him loose yeah. <laughs> and and break free of him. Now, now let's um, zoom in on John Smith in and yeah. out. And now cut to the, now cut to the Native Americans, yeah. then back to John Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, you know, it's it, it's just, yeah, you could do a whole episode about cats. The cat, just Katzenberg Eisner relationship and what it meant for Disney and the studio and everything going forward. I feel like that's a, that's a Showtime movie waiting to be made. Oh, I, I mean, look, there's a fantastic book called The Disney War. Mm-hmm. And it is, Which... it's taking place sort of in real time. This book is being written while Eisner is being ousted from the studio. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, the, and the guy had been working with Eisner for a very long time already. And it covers in great detail all of this information. Eisner's entire tenure at Disney. Like, it, the book ends before he's ousted, but he, it's, uh, he is, it's just around the corner when this book ends. It's just around the riverbed. Just around the riverbed. So, um, so we, I highly recommend that book. So we've been kind of crapping on Pocahontas. Should we talk about the stuff we like about the movie? Well, I mean, I, we can, but like, I feel like we should talk a little more about production stuff on this movie. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I do, do want to point out that um, so uh, uh, Eric Goldberg, um, and he's an animator, well-known mm-hmm. animator. Um, he was the supervising animator of the Genie for um, Aladdin, and um, he. Uh, they wanted him to uh, co-direct. So he's co-director of Pocahontas. Um, he thought that it was going to be funnier <laughs> when he was doing it, but it wasn't. Um, uh, but when he... Um, it was said, it's going to be more Beauty and the Beast than Aladdin. And this is in 1992. Okay. And at this time, uh, the race riots in Los Angeles are still going on. Yep, and that's <laughs> that's what convinced him to com- commit to the film was to take this movie because it featured racial things, and he sort of felt like that is something that he could do, and something like he wants to have a voice in this and try to like show people, you know, not not the best reasons in the world to take a take on a movie like no. that. No. Um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, boy, that's just like when you see like, oh yeah, it's the uh, 1992 LA race riots that convinced the guy to make Pocahontas. Um, that not a good look, <laughs> because again, not exactly. Um, not the best reason. Not the best reason, and not this movie doesn't have the best stuff to say about race relations uh, <laughs> like it doesn't really go too far into trying to be decent I don't know I don't know what the right right way to say it but like this film doesn't represent any of it particularly well <laughs> well you, you get the sense that they're like yeah we want to tell a story but we also need to sell merch yeah. so we need to she- we, we got to compromise yeah. somewhere yeah, so you get, you know, get cute. You gotta get that cute raccoon out there. Yeah, which uh, I saw Miko merch at uh, Disneyland when we were there. Yeah, the little, little yeah. stuff Miko's. Yeah, yeah, Miko is but, a very popular character. The uh, hummingbird did not get the same uh, love and attention that Miko flits, flick, flick, flick or flit. One of those two. Yeah. 
He's a he's a hummingbird that survives a, a fall off a waterfall. Yeah. That's um, all I know. Another one of those movies that they want they brought in, um, you know, Broadway people to frame some of the music. It, it you know there is music in it, but it doesn't come across as musical. It doesn't have the same sort of musical feeling that like Aladdin and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Like Beauty and the Beast. Like does it? This isn't paced like a Broadway show in any way, shape, or form. I mean, yeah, even next week's movie does a better job of going Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yes. Um, uh, And obviously, when you're handling this kind of movie, you have to bring in consultants, basically, for something like this. And so... You know, they went to um, Jamestown Settlement um, and, you know, learning information about Native American culture and settlements and history about that kind of stuff. And they're learning things like choreography for the movie, for like the war dance and stuff. Right. Um, uh, they, they, they met, uh, uh, what's her name? I just remember her Native American name was Little Dove and White Dove were the two. Um, they were living as descendants of the Native American tribe in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were only paid, like, it was like their consulting fee was like 500 bucks a day. I, that's, I mean, I feel like, I don't know where that lands. Like, is that... Does that seem like too little or too like you know you should probably give them a little more? <laughs> well, kids. it depends if it's like, yeah, we're gonna need you for three days. Here's fifteen hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. Or is they be like, no, we're gonna have you consult through the length of this movie, then pay to me five hundred dollars a lot of money a day. Yeah. But what do I know? <laughs> but like, it became quickly apparent that they didn't. Disney didn't care about historical accuracy. And they, so um, naturally, they've come across like I regret wholeheartedly working with them on this because they didn't care. And they made it clear that they didn't care. Well, um, maybe it was so much that Disney's like, you maybe it was just one of those things where Disney was, was like, hey, see, we're consulting actual Native Americans. Now we're not going to listen to them. I'm going but. to, I'm, I'm going to read. Um, and I copied and pasted this straight from Wikipedia because I could not come across with something like you can't, there's, there's no better, there's no better writing than you can read about something like this because it is, you know, we were just talking about Katzenberg. Right. And this is case in point of what we were just talking about with Katzenberg. Um, we're doing all this consulting and all of this stuff. Um, Katzenberg had a meeting with the animation department. That same month, Katzenberg held a meeting with the feature animation uh, staff in which he predicted Pocahontas would be a commercial hit while deeming The Lion King experimental and less likely to succeed. (laughs) As a result, most of the animators of Walt Disney Feature Animation decided to work on Pocahontas instead, believing it would be the more prestigious and successful of the two films. Yikes! So had made some tactical errors there, uh, but and yet, and yet Lion King looks better still. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 
you know, I will give this movie 100% credit. It looks fantastic. Yeah, we've said that. Yeah, it looks. Yeah. it looks fine. Yeah. It, I think the music a, a is weird, fine. <laughs> a weird thing about this movie is that a lot of it takes place at night. Yeah, it does, and, or like foggy. Yeah, like you know, low foggy, light situations. Yeah, um, and it's it's hard to draw stuff like that because you kind of have to have a very firm, especially when you're still kind of like halfway, like. You know, computer animation isn't as fully featured as it is now. Like, you still have to know, you know, light and shadows and what looks right and wrong and stuff. So, give them that credit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that uh, one of the writers, uh, <laughs> one of the writers from this uh, for this movie is um, Carl Binder, and. He, he worked on Punky Brewster and Friday the Thirteenth, the TV series. So. Oh, so that that translates well. Translate well. Now, is, now the live action Punky Brewster or the animated series. Uh, I I'm pretty sure the live action one, but so, yeah, yeah. We can we get Glomer in this movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like, yeah, the music. Yeah, let's. Yeah, the music. I I think that's probably the highlight of the, the movie altogether. Yeah. Like, uh, except I, I really, really don't like the the Savages Pale Face. I, forget what, I don't know what that song's official title is. But uh, I, yeah. do, I do not like that song. It is. It misses the point entirely of, <laughs> what, of, of their own story. Like, like I said earlier, like I said at the top of the show, it's like it's trying to do this. See, they're both the same. They maybe uh, they may have it's like like because they're both singing and like the choruses meet at the end and everything, and so it's like they're different, but they're singing the same song. And so, like at the end of the day, they're the same. It's they're both you know they're scared of what they don't understand, and they're you know they they're just they're making some bad decisions and and stuff. It's like. No. Yeah. No, that's not what's happening here. This is they're not the same in this situation. Absolutely not. It, it is it, it really is a story of the white people are here. They're trying to take over. We just want to be left alone. One of them comes in and kills one of our people and they and they think they're going to come in here and start a war with us? <laughs> yeah, it's uh <laughs> And boy, if there's anything that you have to love in this day and age is people like that like to but both sides. Like Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's just like yeah, it's this weird it is like like a like a, on the centrist's greatest hits. Here you go. It's, it's what about is the song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, but did you think about how the white people are scared too? Yeah. <laughs> No, they're not because they're just here because they were told to be here, and this guy wants gold. Yep. And and, and he's and he's doing the whole, you know, uh, like a certain like certain people in our society now, uh, yeah. rallying troops to be angry at sure. people different than them. Yeah. Yelling, yelling, you know cultural insults um mm. it's you know that's what this and and they follow him uh into battle 
Uh, I so don't know who you're talking about. It could be anyone, really. Could yeah. could could literally be anybody. Could literally be anybody. anybody. All all he wants is gold. All he, he wants, wants is gold. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Rat? Why is Ratcliffe super orange? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So that song's not great. <laughs> no, but like the- Boogie loves it. JJ, he loves that song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um. Well, there's, 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 I'm a deep cut say, for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Um, I, I needed to. I needed to know uh, going into this. Like, I wonder what. Um, uh, what made Mel Gibson? Uh, like, other than the check, like, because you know the sure. check obviously is always a big thing, but there's always something that makes somebody take a movie you know, mm-hmm. good or bad. It's like, you know, oh, I like the script or I really wanted to work with this director or whatever. And it, but this one is the, the very simple, you hear it a lot. Just wanted to do something for my kids. Ah. Um, so that's why he did it. And a very, very rare. He is the voice of his character and the singing voice of his character. So, yeah. Well, to be fair, that's also the excuse Raul Julia used. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a hit or a miss as to why you would make that decision. It may not what, be. What's better, Raul Julia as M Bison or Mel Oh, Raul Julia as M Bison by like okay. yeah. yeah. There's, it sure if you're gonna is. watch that Street Fighter movie, that's the only reason to watch that Street Fighter movie because he understands that this movie is terrible, and he's like, "I'm gonna make this as campy as I can." I am I am literally dying on set. I'm going to just give every last bit of my life energy to a role to make this to make at least my part what it should be. (laughs) So, um, in in a thing, I was looking on Twitter today and I saw that um, Christian Bale was at Disneyland today. Yeah, Um, I'm just saying that because he was also in this movie, and it's just one of those little. He's Thomas. Oh, he was Thomas. He's Thomas in this movie. Is, yeah. I mean, yeah, we talked about it earlier. I talked mentioned the movie earlier. He was in Newsies. He was so, in Newsies. So yeah, he's there for Newsies name. too. Yeah. So um, he's a uh, you know he's he's got he's got a Disney track record of early career track records. So. He was there to oversee development of the uh, American Psycho ride. Um. Yeah. So. I would, yeah, that would be great. That'd be yeah. awesome. It is, it is, it is plays Huey Lewis in the news yeah, while you're say, there. It's, <laughs> it's the Halloween overlay for the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy ride, so it just plays yeah. various, uh, just various tracks off of sports. Yeah, while, <laughs> while you're trying to escape from his murderous rampage. <laughs> uh, I would go on that ride. I, I, I'm upset that we've come up with this. Uh, ride that will never exist. So he's just dropping chainsaws down at you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's funny. He was explaining. He was explaining like they wanted uh, the character to be Irish and young. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like every time he like raised his voice and did more accents, 
But the more they did it, the more it became me, just older in English. So it's like, and you listen to it, it's like, yeah, none of, none of that Irish, young Irishman comes across in his voice at all. In this but, uh, God, I, didn't even, I didn't even know he was going for Irish. Have you heard that character? Like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. He's, mm. Yeah, no, it's not. It's like, like he says, it just became old and British, like him. Yeah. Or English. Um, so. Uh, Ratcliffe, voiced by Richard White, who is oh, I thought, was, I thought it was David and Styres for some reason. Okay, my bad. Uh, no, 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 no. It, it is. It, that was who they originally got. To be uh, okay, but things happen um, because he can't do anything other than Gaston's voice. So you're watching this movie, and uh, I was, I was going to call him Radigan multiple times throughout this. Um, just fonder times. Better movies. Yeah. Better, better movies. Better movies. Um, but yeah, no, they ended up going with um, um, David Ogden Styers. Because um, the, the Gaston voice should not come out of that portly character. Yeah, yeah the Gaston voice, like this, yeah, this, this manly voice coming out of yeah. that guy. It should <laughs> come out of, jo- it, like, it has to be like a, a jock bro kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah they, they, they got like, Winchester to do it again. Yeah, they actually, like, a very rare uh, Aboriginal Canadian casting in a movie for this one, <laughs> too, was in there because he was the shaman. Right. Uh, so it's like, you know, they, they, they made some effort <laughs> at times. But. Yeah, like, the voice cast, they're, they're, I mean, uh, Russell Means. Yeah. He's yeah. Powhatan. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's like there's so there's just so much with this movie that we could be here for like four hours because like there's so much of like what went into the design of Pocahontas what went into you know because like it's clearly not Pocahontas one of the most famous uh, pictures um, of Pocahontas is that engraving of her, yeah. where she's, you know, her, like where she was, uh, Rebecca. Uh, yeah, Rebecca Rolf. Yeah, where she's, you know, dressed in, in you know, she's got a big hat and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and the because and because like, it yeah. was England, so big yeah. hat. Yeah, it was, yeah, you know, this era in England. And she, oh my. she looks very, like, looks like a cover from one of those, like, Shakespearean novels. Like, if you ever, it looks, it looks almost exactly like a cover of, like, one of those Star Wars. Uh, like Shakespeare presents The Empire Strikes Back. And yeah. Like, yeah. And the, like this graving, engraving looks a lot like that. Like they just took a Native American woman and made like, you know, Shakespeare presents Pocahontas or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God, I forgot Billy Connolly was in this movie. Yeah, right? Yeah. He was uh, the really burly looking guy. Yeah. Which, when you think of Billy Connolly, that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's an Irish voice. Yeah. There's an Irish. You wanted an Irishman. You got an Irishman, but you gave it to Christian Bale, a very English person. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it's hard to be more Irish than Billy Connolly. Yeah. Um, Oh, Linda Hunt. (laughs) She was Grandmother Willow. Yep. Yeah, okay. I've kind of forgot that's who that was. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
you know, it's a good cast. Yeah, I can't deny. Like the casting was good. Um, yeah, but I, but the movie maybe just isn't. So like, what good's a cast when there's no script for them to really work with? Um, I, and it's funny to see like some of the visual um, inspirations for uh, um, Pocahontas. Because, like, you see some of the names that pop up, and it's, like, you know, some names that you wouldn't really necessarily recognize because they're, like, models, like, things like that. But also, like, uh, Naomi Campbell and Kate Moss. You're, like... Yep. Yeah? Kate Moss? Yeah. You're gonna go with with this English lady? People go on us? Like... Because Irene Madar looks nothing like Pocahontas. Now yeah. she's a tra- she's a young, attractive woman when she did this movie, and still attractive, but doesn't look like the statuesque, you know. I, I so again, just to show you that maybe their hearts were never really in the right place. Um, I just took this as a quote that I took straight from King, one of the you know animators on this thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And he, it was, he was looking through stuff, looking for descriptions of Pocahontas and how to describe her, like the 1620s description of her from a history book. Kane stated, not exactly a candidate for people's most beautiful issue, so I made a few adjustments to add an Asian feeling to her face. Oh, man. That uh, is an awful thing. It's an awful thing to say. Yeah. In public. Like to be read by other yeah. people, maybe to, for for publication. <laughs> you, it's not okay to say that behind closed doors. But if you're gonna say that, say that behind closed doors. Yeah, <laughs> like that is terrible. Like, <laughs> what are you yeah. saying? Like, yeah. Also, you don't know what she looked like. Yeah. You, but it does explain why she had kind of a vaguely Asian look. Yeah. You could have just taken a... There absolutely had to have been... If you wanted somebody beautiful, there's almost certain a Native American model that you could have based her off of. Yep. But for whatever reason, you were dead set on this weird Asian thing. Because another one of the... Um, uh, uh, inspirations was like a Filipino model, like instead. So it's you know, like, boy, you were just dead set on like. Did Frank sp- Miller? Did Frank Miller direct this movie? It certainly seems like it. <laughs> um, Look that but, one up, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I, I just can't talk about just how miserable the production is. Because it wasn't miserable. Everything went swimmingly. Yeah. It's just every decision was a bad decision that went friction, with the exception of, I would say, um, uh, the music. Um, and music went fine. It was originally, um, uh, what was it? Because, yeah, Mencken and uh, Ashman were going to work on Aladdin, but then Ashman died. Um, Mankin worked on the rest of the Aladdin soundtrack with Tim Rice. Uh, and then, yeah, 
it's just one of those things. Where it's like, hey, we're gonna keep gonna keep doing it, but we just ended up not doing it, kind of stuff. But, um, but it it was, I think the, I think the soundtrack came along perfectly. Perfectly. I mean, well. it's it's um, Kyler Reese and Vanessa Williams had a career. Yeah. I mean, like what um, she what, what uh, to that point she'd like what what she was Miss America. Yeah. Was stripped of her title and i yeah emphasize the word strip um for reasons <laughs> um and then uh, then she just kind of popped up like oh yeah i'm doing the song for this movie and it's yeah. a monster hit yeah just around her end um colors of the wind and colors of the wind um yeah. were the there's are the two huge songs in this one that were like radio play kind of mm-hmm. songs um, yeah, but this, yeah, this was, all the music was, one was it's no collaboration on the, like that. It's Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz. Um, no Tim Rice on this particular one. But, um, no, huge, huge uh, hit. I think it, the album itself, like, hit the top of the charts. I think it was number one. Uh, and I think it's, like, multi-platinum. Yeah. Like multi-platinum. It was a mm-hmm. huge... All Disney music at this time is a massive hit because they were getting, you know, just last just last uh, year with Lion King, you had, you know, this Elton John, you know, soundtrack extravaganza. You, know, you can't go wrong with some of this, no. some of this music at this time. And, and it's a common thing, like even the worst of the movies. Um, well... With the exception of one, a particular one, Tend to have tend to have expertly crafted music. Um, Listen, I didn't say great. Expertly crafted. It's expert crafted it. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) You're just spoilers. He's not talking about all for one of Bette Midler. Uh, He just Nick cannot even think. Two seconds of, you know, you know, Phil Collins was a massive success. He's an expert in his craft. <laughs> well, I he mean, wrote music. He... Anyway, uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, God, it's gonna be so hard for me to do that episode. <laughs> it's gonna be very fun. I can't wait. I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Um, oh, we are smack dab in the middle of the 90s, my friend. What does the 90s mean for movies? Uh, merch, video brands. games. Brands, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Half meal toys. Half Burger King toys. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we were talking about that off air, too. Like, yeah. did Dick no, Tracy have... Middle. Nope. <laughs> yeah, re- remember... This is the fallout of yeah, yeah. McDonald's and Disney. Like, you guys, your movies are getting increasingly worse. Like, Dick Tracy, like, the Scratch game got us nothing. And your movies are... And then some... Yeah, now we're in the Burger King era of Happy Meal Toys. Uh, Prune, Prune Face <laughs> didn't get me a McDLT. Yeah. Damn. 55 million Burger King toys were shipped. Um, that seems insane. I... <laughs> I shipped doesn't necessarily mean purchased. No, but 
it's probably purchased. <laughs> this is well. This is the United States. <laughs> if you go, I, I don't know how often you're. Yeah, you might be. You're 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 a a devotee of like I'm gonna go to flea market or a swap meter. Antique yeah. stores, and there's inevitably that Ziploc bag full of fast food toys. Yeah, there's always Pocahontas stuff in there. <laughs> well, it's because the toys weren't even that interesting because they were just figurines. Yeah, like that's all it was. It was just like it's just the characters from the movie. They don't have any fun action features, or it's not like the like I'll always default to like the McDonald's Disneyland toys or Disney toys with like the VHS tapes. And it's like yeah. You know, there was a gimmick to them, at least. Or even, like, the Mario ones are always the ones that I would, like, think. Like, each one of those had its own unique, identifiable gimmick, Right. But not, the, uh, not, these are just figurines. I, I do know uh, for a fact this had an action figure line because my sister owns some of them. And um, I do like... I was going to say that... Um, uh, I was going to say there was, a at the time, a, a very successful Pocahontas bar, like Barbie doll. Like yeah, it was, it was. It wasn't a Barbie. I don't think they branded it Barbie, but it was a Barbie doll. It I just want Mattel. to point out that the Wikipedia page actually calls says Mattel peddling a Barbie-like Pocahontas doll, which. <laughs> hey, stranger, what are you buying? <laughs> what do you mean peddling? It's not like it's that episode of The Simpsons where it's like, she's got a new hat. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's a Pocahontas doll. What do you mean peddling? It sells itself. It's Disney and Disney. Yeah, uh, and, I, um, I think my sister um, had that as well. And Payless shoes cross-branded with Pocahontas. Would you like uh-huh. to guess? Would you like to guess what kind of shoes they were selling to cross-brand with Pocahontas? Um, were they moccasins, JJ? They were absolutely moccasins. Pocahontas Good lord. Moccasins. Um. The nineties. We understood that racial tension was a thing. Um, the nineteen ninety-two LA race riots, case in point. Um, that doesn't mean anyone acted upon it in a positive way. Uh, it was something, it was something, one of those things where it's like there's representation, and then there's make some moccasins. Native yeah. American, we make some moccasins. Uh, there's, a, there's a file between representation and exploitation. Yeah, and it's so. like, yeah. Mm. So. And, you know, like, keep in mind, uh, Kevin Costner had done Dances with Wolves a few years before this movie. Yeah. And so we're just like, oh, yeah, that's kind of, you know, that's how, sort of how it was. So, and uh, he's like, yeah, but what if we put our face on yeah, Burger yeah. Toys? Yeah. Um, June 10th, 1995, a massive world premiere for Pocahontas in Central Park. Uh, okay. 100,000 people were there for this um, premiere of Pocahontas. Was the bird lady from Home Alone 2 there? Almost certainly. Okay. This, night, this is the 90s. Yeah. I can't remember when Home Alone 2 came out, so she probably has the turtle doves. No, she's yeah. Tur- she has a turtle dove. She has a turtle dove. No sandwich uh, or food or anything, because Kevin no. couldn't be bothered with that. But yeah, I couldn't get dove. her. Yeah, I couldn't get her a subway gift card. But he certainly got, yeah. got her. Too, but, um, uh, the premieres of attendees included uh, Michael Eisner because 
you Hannah have Disney. to. Yeah. Think, yeah. Mariah Carey. Why? Uh, Caroline oh, she's, Kennedy. Well, she's popular at the time, yeah. Yeah. Caroline Kennedy. Uh, again, remember, you're in New York, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the, the mayor of the time, Rudy Giuliani. Cool. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he enjoyed the movie. I'm sure, I'm, sure. Good, I'm sure he had a good time and enjoyed I, himself and then uh, quietly retired and was never heard from again. Yeah, I wonder if one of his good friends is also there, a also a New Yorker. And a, a New Yorker uh, uh, real estate. A client of his. Yeah. A client <laughs> of his. <laughs> client of his. Did some work yeah. for what if that guy was there? Uh, almost certainly not. I can't imagine him ever watching a Disney movie and enjoying himself. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I always make this joke, but can you just picture him like on Big Thunder Mountain or something? Like, you can't. You can't you, no. Your brain physically can't like, like populate that. Like, you think about it and then not, it's like, starts well, glitching out. Like you're like you're losing internet connection or something. It's like nope. That doesn't. That's no. Well, doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, the scotch tape wouldn't hold this tie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, um, welcome to our political uh, episode. <laughs> I don't know what. Listen, it's the only way you can talk about a movie. This, you can talk about this movie, yeah. and also we don't like that person. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Look, we're never going to say it outright, but look it. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Pretty listen if you if you've listened to the show and if you listen to the show and have listened to some of our opinions when we talk about it, the problematic stuff that goes on in these movies and you're not and you're kind of like unsure what JJ and I's political leanings are yeah. eh, I yeah. know to tell you yeah this is this is episode thirty three of just this on top of three other episodes it's like you're thirty six episodes in you know by now. You know. Yeah, you should do you, you, you know. No. <laughs> you know which 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 direction we're going. Jenny's yeah. from Washington, I'm from California, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, um so yeah, massive, massive mm-hmm. uh movie premiere with Mariah Carey and Giuliani in attendance. So. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I that, yeah, Mariah Carey was popular at the time. She'd just done I think she was doing fantasy. That was during fantasy, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you get uh, uh, Pocahontas released on video in 1996, the very next year, as part of the Masterpiece lineup. So, you know, I, I, again, I absolutely had Pocahontas on VHS. Yep, so did we. I I currently have in the other room a box, all of those Masterpiece Collection mega sets, and one of them is Pocahontas. Mega, mega, mega sets. It's funny because like one of them's Pocahontas, one of them is not the Lion King. <laughs> like, like what made the decisions? And I looked it up, and I'm like, so there's just no Lion King of these. I we just okay. we just flipped the coin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's Katzenberg is like, no, this one's gonna be the hit. Get this is gonna be the hit. This is gonna be a hit. What? People uh, like the Indians, right? <laughs> Yo, you know the Cleveland Indians are the baseball team? Let's do that. 
I'm gonna say you're doing the Michael Eisner voice. A Katzenberg voice is uh, whinier and higher pitch. So <laughs> well, people are doing the audience, yeah. He and was that major league. People love that movie. <laughs> and, and there absolutely is a Diet Coke in his hand. That was it's yeah. vice with a yeah, straw John, in it. I can just picture it. Like yeah, yeah it had to have a, a can of the straw in it just for extra. Yeah. Diet Coke mm. kid. See him and him and John Drake are going to have a throwdown. <laughs> yeah, just just for extra punchability. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, so, uh, the movie opening June six had a release on June sixteenth, nineteen ninety five, in six theaters. So, like mm. a little bit of a minor release, just so they could have it out in theaters for what would have been Pocahontas's four hundredth birthday. Okay. Uh, so, um, it's that's that. So, but it's like actual like first weekend. It made two point seven million dollars. Um, not great. <laughs> not, no. not, not a great opening. Weekend. No, that's um, like but again. But that's that's six theaters. Its wide release was the twenty third, and that's now you you're adding. Oh, 20, 2,600 screens to it. Um, Still number one movie, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, the anticipated uh, um, earnings was $30.5 million. Um, they revised it downward to $29 million because of Batman Forever. <laughs> what, I, I would rather watch Batman Forever. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it ended up making twenty nine point five million in its first weekend, with Batman Forever making uh, twenty nine point two million that same weekend. So, F- funny story about that. So, at one point, the, Irene Bedard was booked as a guest of Tonight Show. Yeah, and so was Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> so Chris O'Donnell was on first, and he, they went long because he was just talking a lot. Yeah, and my sister, big Disney fan love Pocahontas was, was super upset that they had to bump Irene Bedard because Chris O'Donnell ran over. <laughs> I would be bad too. Yeah. You know? uh, but you know, uh, okay. I, I, I guess we have to, there's an elephant in the room with Pocahontas because this is 1995. Mm-hmm. A more significant Disney animated movie came out in 1995. In that movie, Toy Story. <laughs> um, so uh, obviously, it's not the highest grossing movie of the year. It's not even the fourth highest grossing. Or like, I think it is the fourth. It is the fourth highest grossing movie of the year. Yeah, and uh, not as good. Yeah. Oh, it's I, I of the of the top four of the well. We we'll get to, we we'll get to, we're just we're, I'm, I'm pairing back the 1990 movie movie stuff um, after this one, but we'll, we'll talk about the top ten grossing ones, and that's what we kind of touch down on. And, and if there's any other animated stuff that was competing against, but um, we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. But I want to talk yeah. about critical reception. Um, critical reception, not great. Um, <laughs> not great. Uh, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes right now, it's at fifty-six percent. Um, that seems fair to me. Fifty-six. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's not that's not 
a panning it, but it's yeah. not. Like, mm. Yeah, it's it's on the it's it's on the precipice of something good. It just can't. It didn't find it. It didn't find its voice that it really needed. Um, <laughs> uh, if you look at the um, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, like the you know they give a little blurb yeah. to like what the general consensus was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pocahontas means well and has moments of startling beauty, but it's largely bland. But it's a largely bland, uninspired effort with uneven plotting and unfortunate lack of fun. I agree. <laughs> like I agree with most of that, except as we've talked about, I don't even think Pocahontas means well. I, no, <laughs> uh, it's certainly it's certainly not fun. Yeah, it certainly does have an unfortunate lack of fun. I will agree with that one hundred percent. It's a it's a uh, 58 out of 100 on Metacritic, which is about the same as the Rotten Tomatoes. Well, Metacritic's oh, usually pretty accurate. That's a... is it, yeah. Is it thermometer? Tomato meter? Thermometer? I don't know. I never uh, well, out. let's Tommaso Chompa Chompa meter. Tommaso Chompa meter. Yeah. Um, uh, Roger Ebert gave it three stars. Um, which he has a four-star scale, so he liked this movie an awful lot. Yeah, but does acknowledge he says it's the best looking of the modern animated films, um, and one of the more thoughtful. Which I guess in terms <laughs> of, I, I wish, I wish that was that face was a thumbnail for the show. Yeah, <laughs> the face you just made. It was just like. Yeah. You made the you made the sure Jan face. Yeah, like I guess more thoughtful in the sense that there was any sort of cultural thought at all into it, um, which is not typical for Disney movies. But, the cast Native Americans, I guess yeah. that's a thing they did. Uh, he was more critical of the story and the portrayal of the villain uh, on a list including Mermaid, Beauty, Aladdin, and Lion King. I'd rank it fifth. It has a lot of good intentions, but a severe scoundrel shortage. <laughs> um, I will agree with that. The villain That's in good... this, yeah, it's a good quote. I and I will agree with it. It is a bad villain in this movie. It is a very poorly done villain in this movie. Um, it's because and the villain, when you look at him and stuff, is like it seems like they're trying so hard to not make him look like a white man. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. like. Like, like he doesn't even look like he would be sort of a high society Englishman. He looks like some sort of weird appropriation of several different. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. It's like yeah. they not It's 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 like they didn't want to make white people the enemy in a Pocahontas story, which. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I get it. But boy, yeah, I'm uh, just and then don't make this movie. That's at the end of the day, yeah. Hey, like, that's go back in time, yeah. Strangle Jeffy like, Katzenberg, it's like, yeah, don't make this movie, like, because clearly they didn't want to make this movie. I mean, like, it, it's one of those things, like, when you get remakes and they change everything about it, or like, it's the thing I always complain about with Man of Steel in particular. Um, you strip away everything that makes the character the character. You know, uh, uh, you know, Man of Steel. Always, it's a it's a character of hope, and you know, truth, justice, the American way. And you strip all of that away, and you make your own thing. It's like reinventing Superman for a modern society and stuff. It's like, well, then you didn't want to make a Superman movie. You just wanted to make a dark superhero movie. It's absolutely. Why, so why did you make a Superman movie 
oh, it was worth a lot of money. Um, that's why you made a Superman movie. But like that doesn't that doesn't play here. Why did you want to make this Pocahontas movie when you didn't want to tell a Pocahontas story? What was the point? What was your goal? Because it's it's not to oh we're just going to make a lot of money because you could take anything. You could have just made the Romeo and Juliet story and probably would have made more money. Were they getting a lot of pressure from groups about not? They always have other cultures, like some, and maybe there's like, the, okay, here. Yeah, since the, I mean, since the '40s, they've been getting pressure from right. other from other representation, like about but, poor representation or whatever. Was this just a point, so, like, all right, fine, here? I mean, at the end of the day, that's what the final decision is. Yeah, yeah. but like, but then don't make it a Pocahontas story. Just make it a Native American inspired ma- ba- just like you do with other stuff today like when, even when they made princess and the frog they tried to do base it on like louisiana culture yeah. kind of stuff or moana based on you know island culture and the, the, you know the true I mean? life like, story of dwayne johnson yeah yeah the true life story of dwayne the rock johnson and you know uh, things like that but instead you just took a story and a historical story and proceeded to do nothing with it except make a bad romeo and juliet story so yeah, which in itself is also a bad story. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet it's, is a bad Romeo and Juliet story. It's so. a bad story. Yeah, it's like so, so, so you it's romanticized for reasons that I cannot understand. But <laughs> hey, whatever. A bunch of creepy fourteen-year-olds kill themselves because they're not allowed to date. Yep. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you have that. And, uh, both uh, two thumbs up on Ebert, Siskel, and Ebert. Uh, I mean, but then like after the big critics, then like everyone else was like Rolling Stone says it's nope, it's not funny, it's the story's bad. Uh, <laughs> it makes you miss characters like Nathan Lane. <laughs> like, you know, and, Peter Travers not a fan. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but nobody, a lot of people were. I mean, like it's sixty percent ish. You know. Uh, yeah, I remember like there was an Entertainment Weekly review for it, and it was like, eh, it's, yeah, it's here, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and, um, the the uh, Russell Means, who does the voice of the chief in the movie, um, likes it still. Um, uh, he praised it for what it handled. Says it's, uh, you know, po- his exact quote is Pocahontas is the first time Eurocentric male society has admitted its historical deceit. It makes the stunning admission that the British came over here to kill Indians and rape and pillage the land. Like It does none of that, Russell. <laughs> it, I mean, the villain's point is to come here and, you know, pillage the land of gold yeah, and to but... kill the Native Americans. It doesn't actively show any of that. No. Just, just his goal. Like, yeah, but there is like you're, you're hit to this war, and I think my smoke detector battery just decided to go chirp. So I'm gonna have to wrap this up, and so we're not listening to that for the rest of this. <laughs> it's Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. JJ. <laughs> All it's no, you can get now. No mother is just a Northern Lights. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, yeah, we'll I, talk- I do also. It means uh, this. I got this from Wikipedia because I thought it was kind of quote because it's referencing something. Uh, The first time, other than on Northern Exposure, that a human face has been put on an Indian female. 
uh, I don't know. I just like so your two your two cultural pillars are Pocahontas and Northern Exposure, which I just... <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so all right then. So uh, awards. Colors of the Wind won Academy Award for Best Original Song and mm-hmm. Best Original Musical Score. Uh, still no animation awards at the Academy Awards, so nothing there. Won the Colors of the Wind, won the Grammy. Uh, Vanessa Williams did not win performance, though, so that's got to yeah. be a bummer. Song, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, wins, that's why she winned like, it. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go do a racer now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what does Pocahontas means? Like little one or something? Isn't that what Pocahontas means? Like, uh, isn't she supposed I, to be like ten or something? I, I, I I, she's she's young. She's like supposed to be like has to be like yeah. either like early teens or like prepubescent. But yeah, somewhere around, somewhere like around, like real there. Pocahontas at the time. And like, yeah, at, at the time it was like super creepy because it's like she was a preteen and he was almost thirty or something. Yeah. It's like, like, it's not a, it's not a happy story. <laughs> didn't get, didn't get better when she got swooped up by, uh, yeah, yeah, and they Which, went to England. They made a movie of that too. So they I'm sure sure. did. They made a sequel. Made a sequel to this. Um, I do like uh, one of the animators that like one of the heads of it um, um, defended the film's relationship to history saying contrary to the popular verdict that we ignored history on the film we tried hard to be historically correct and to the accuracy portray the culture of the Virginia Algonquins like yeah yeah <laughs> I like okay well, I obviously I don't know like the Native American side of that, like, like culturally or anything, but mm-hmm. like, you can't just say like we we portrayed them, we portrayed the culture fine, probably you did, but everything else was historically inaccurate, which is what people are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> They're not talking about if you if if you like portrayed the Native American people accurately. At the time of, of that time, the movie takes place. What they're saying is, you ignored history, which you yeah. did. <laughs> well, I think that's that, that's where what praise it gets is like, oh, they didn't make them go like just dance around war paint and go, you know and make wah wah noises. Yeah, yeah, no, they they actually had they're like people, they're yeah. they're a culture, you know. Yeah, you, so. and you see bits of their culture. You actually, you see, see bits of their culture. Yeah, but yeah. And so I guess in that sense, good job. Yeah, I but, mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you tried <laughs> in that sense, sure. Yeah, um, it's it's not like an old Glenn, you know, uh, or old John Ford, John Wayne movie. <laughs> the, the so it, yeah. uh, we always like to talk about like the uh, legacy left behind and whatever. Um, Kurt Cameron ever... left behind. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever play the video game? I did not. Yeah, it's adequate it's not it's not like lion king or anything it's perfectly it's a genesis game right genesis only nothing else Genesis Um, only yeah yeah um it was i I think it was still it was fun con okay 
this was also toward the end of the Genesis. Ninety-five. Run. I mean, we're yeah, we're we're, we're PlayStation we're, is out. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> it, it's like the shift of Saturn's happened already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so everyone's sitting at E3 and there's and and the the guys on stage saying, "Hey, guess what? It's all it's for sale now." And they're all like, "Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> we're we're here. You know, we can't actually cover your stuff when we're yeah. here." Uh How know. bad do you want to play Virtue Cop? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, pretty bad. Yeah, but, yeah, no. I was going to say like <laughs> no, I, was, I, I said that as soon as I said it like I kind of want to play virtual cop. Yeah. It's like let's be let's be let's be reasonable here. I very much want to play virtual cop. But um, you want to play more than virtual cop? Virtual okay. cop too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking to see what uh, games, uh, uh, Funcom <laughs> has has worked on, um, and boy, it's a it's a who's who. Uh, they did the they did the Mega CD port of Samurai Showdown. Okay. And Fatal Fury Special. Nice. Are uh, you okay, JJ? <laughs> what? Are you okay? No. No, I'm not. Bust a wolf. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna let you sit in your own reference. No, no. Uh, yeah, you're gonna. I'm not doing it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Acknowledge Terry Bogard. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just gonna make this most awkward like breakdown. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not doing any Fatal Fury jokes with you right now. We've done it God. enough. We're not we've done it enough. I'm not gonna sit here and go. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tosses your hat. Yeah. Uh, but like they're still doing their thing today. Uh. I don't know what their a, a game that's out now called Mutant Zero Roti, which I've actually been playing. They published it, so that's what they're and that Conan Exiles game, which is notable for various reasons, including the character creator, um, has certain sliders that no game can have sliders for. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it is it similar to Vanessa Williams issues? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, very much. Um, okay. So yeah, so yeah, uh, Funcom still out there doing their thing. There, there was uh, a, there was a Game Boy game. I yeah, never there was played the Game Boy version. That would have been Game Boy Color, though, right? No, no, no just regular no. old Game Boy. Monochrome, yeah. Monochrome. <laughs> I probably it was so late that it probably had something special for it. Huh. Anyways, Pocahontas 2, Journey to the New World. So yes, there was a sequel, as we mentioned earlier. Um, never seen it, because don't like this movie. Why would I go out of my way <laughs> and see more of it? Um, well, to be fair, if they said, like, hey, guess what? Tomorrow, we're making a sequel to Mac and Me. You'd be like, hell yeah. I'm yeah. down for Mac and Me too. Yeah, that's very true. But like, <laughs> but I, but I don't like Mac and Me for a very different reason than I don't like Pocahontas. Okay, fair enough. Um, I I do want to just just so you know, it's part of the course. I'm reading the Wikipedia description of uh, Pocahontas too. Uh, uh, while the first film dealt with her meeting 
with John Smith and the arrival of the British settlers in Jamestown, the sequel focuses on Pocahontas' journey to England with John Rolfe to negotiate for peace between the two nations, although her death is admitted, omitted from the film's ending. What? <laughs> I mean, that's not really a good way to... Yeah. I, 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 was, I was looking I, at the, the... I would love if that's... Direct to TV, direct to DVD sequel to Pocahontas 2 features a heart wrenching death scene of a main character. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like, what's what's so special about Pocahontas 2? Oh, Pocahontas dies. Um, yeah. It's very sad. Yeah. It's very yeah, I remember Dard back also, in the studio. <laughs> it's very sad, very emotional. Also, um, it's uh, it's also direct to DVD and it has a budget of like half, like a quarter of what Pocahontas 1 had. So. So it'd be like it'd be like the uh, the uh, the original cut of First Blood, yeah, where Rambo dies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. So yeah, I mean, and, and John John Smith is in the movie, so it's like he dies in this movie. So you know. Vo- voiced by somebody else, but yeah, because Will Not... Gibbs is like, nah. I'm curious. Donald Gibson, I think. Yeah, I, I, I was like, wait a minute, that's Mel Gibson's brother. <laughs> Yeah, and I am like I know who that is. They got Mel Gibson's brother to be to be, Jim, to be John Smith in Pocahontas too. That is bold. Yeah. We um, need a Gibson. Yeah. It's not like when they get something like it's like it's like it's his brother, and they like he doesn't even sound too much like Mel Gibson, but like it's it's not like Tom Hanks's brother, who's like he does all the extra Woody stuff. Yeah. 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 Um. He, he was yeah he was in uh oh boy um uh, reboot that's what he was in i knew he was in a cartoon that i watched it was reboot, reboot? Yeah. yeah okay oh but only okay. like but but like end of life reboot like okay. not not like anything. And not even all of that show and apparently he was captain boomerang in two episodes just League unlimited so He's okay in my book. All right. Okay. For okay, redeemed. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, that blows my mind that that's Donald Gibson was John Smith. I never would have guessed. That's that's crazy. Can um, we just talk about Justice League Unlimited for us to show? Yes, Justice League Compendium coming soon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll include the other two seasons of regular Justice League that go into Justice League. Technically. If you think about it, it was the last episode of Batman Beyond. <laughs> Justice League, Unli- the last episode of Batman Beyond was Justice League Unlimited episode. I don't know. Fine. It was the last yeah. season, though, somewhere. It was the last season, like, you know, episode yeah. like 32 or something nonsense. Gotta be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so All uh, right. Pocahontas is in Ralph Breaks the Internet with all the princesses because yeah, she's she is. a princess. Um, uh, and there's a lot of all that, you know. Uh, Chuffington Post says that Avatar is a ripoff of Pocahontas. I guess, but also Pocahontas is also just Fern Gully, and Fern Gully is just every nature, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I don't think we could talk too much more about this movie. So let's just get back into the. Uh, it's more like it's yeah. more like you don't want to talk more yeah. about this movie. <laughs> let's look at let's let's go to the top ten. Uh, highest grossing films of 19 
95, although I will say this, we're not going to break down all of these movies that came out in 1995. I will okay. say one of my favorite movies of all time came out in 1995, and that is Heat. just want to get that out of the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Heat. Uh, <laughs> Al Pacino, uh, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, Michael Mann directed film. That uh, You do what you do, I do what I do. Yeah. Uh, well, a movie I like, also a couple movies I like came out this year. Uh, Apollo thirteen, yeah, Billy Madison, <laughs> Golden Usual Suspects, yeah, Golden Eye, yeah. So you ready for the top ten? Yeah, let's do it. Do you know? Have you looked at the list? Um, I actually just now pulled the list. I knew those movies came out, but yeah, I was gonna say. So uh, do you know what number one is? I'm gonna guess Toy Story. It is not. You would think. I thought it was going into this too. It is, is it Braveheart? Not. It is not. It, it is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay. All right. The, I... the Samuel Jackson uh, uh, <laughs> Die Hard with the N word. <laughs> to be fair, it's a pretty good Die Hard movie. It's a pretty good Die Hard movie. Oh, I like um, that movie a lot. It's the worst of the three in the no. Die Hard trilogy no. PlayStation game. Oh, okay. I said the original. I was saying of the first three. Like, no, oh, no, Die no. Hard 2. Oh, no, no. Die Hard 2 no. is ex- exponentially worse than Die Hard with Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're okay. Yes, of the video game, sure. Of, yeah. the, of the PlayStation video game Die Hard trilogy, because it is a horrible, horrible driving game with bad controls. And, I hate it. and solving clues, I think, solving puzzles, right? Yes. Like and it's like get from point A to point B fast. <laughs> like, I don't want Simon. But... Simon says. Yeah. Uh, number two. Oh, it made three hundred sixty-six million dollars. Totally smoked. Uh, number two is Toy Story at three hundred sixty-one million dollars. Number three, Apollo thirteen at three hundred fifty-five million dollars. Really good. Four... Speak. God, Tom Hanks is just killing it this year. I know, right? Just two <laughs> and three. Just it's all you need. And you're, you got it. Um, uh, number f- number four, GoldenEye, $352 million. GoldenEye, obviously, for our generation, means a lot. Because, A, like, for my for my particular generation, it was, like, the first, like, like James Bond movie that I could go to the theaters and go see. Yeah. Um, because James Bond at this time had been dead for a significant amount of time. Yeah, I think, as a franchise, uh, live, not the character. <laughs> I think Living Daylights had been, or uh, yeah, Dalton had been like out for what six years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, the uh, always, always, always great Goldeneye video game. <laughs> Better video game than movie. I uh, yeah, but yeah. still, an, but still an still, okay movie. Still, still, still. Oh, I guess uh, best of the Brosnans. I mean, I I, don't know. I like the, I like the world's not enough. Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, yeah. All right, uh, okay. number five, Pocahontas. Okay, never heard of it. Three hundred forty-six million dollars uh, on a budget that? on a budget of fifty-five million dollars. So, uh, what's yeah. that? What's that movie about? Go into great detail. Tell me about it. Go. Okay, well, so um, <laughs> there's a there's a ship, and uh-huh. it gets caught into a storm. Yeah, and there's this guy, and I'm telling you, it's 
fake name. This is a guy that doesn't want to be found. His name's John Smith. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, no, this is boring. I don't want to talk yeah. about it anymore. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, number six, Batman Forever. Heck yeah. 336 million dollars. It's boiling acid. Um, Batman Forever is one of those movies where you watch it and you're like, boy, they just covered everything in neon. This yeah. rules. <laughs> yeah, it's also like, I, you watch it and be like, dude, I freaking love Batman Forever. It's, it's, it's hilarious because you sit there and you watch it and you recognize, like, this is a bad movie. Like, the plot's dumb. It's, compared to earlier movies, it's like, it's silly, it's weird. It's got some bad direction and bad writing. And it's like, everything, from a technical standpoint, is terrible. Yet? So good. <laughs> Listen, here's what's got going for it. Uh, Val Kilmer's a pretty good Bruce Wayne. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, peak hotness, Nicole Bruce- Kidman. Yeah. Yeah, but better better Bruce Wayne than Batman. Yeah, yeah. Val Kilmer. <laughs> uh, Tommy Lee Jones is fun in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you have Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey. Yes, he's just Jim carrying it. Yeah, that's yeah. I will not say a bad and, word about Bad Forever. Kiss from a rose. Kiss from a rose, and awesome McDonald's glass. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get drive through. Remember that commercial? Yeah. Yeah. Could never forget that yep. commercial. <laughs> this... uh, number, ironically, number seven is the movie Seven. What's <laughs> in the box? Uh, um, personal favorite. I say, yes, I say that line quite a bit in my day to day life. Uh, what's in the box? <laughs> I uh, I like doing the whole. I my favorite thing about the movie is just how much of 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 a like wet blanket Morgan Freeman is the whole time. <laughs> Absolutely. The world's a fine place that we're fighting for. I agree with the second part. Um, See number you later. eight, Casper, the friendly ghost live action. What? Okay. That movie, mm-hmm. that movie had Pizza Hut tie-ins. <laughs> Did it have puppets? It was the hand puppets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, when they, like, it's like, oh, Christina Ricci was Wednesday Adams. Let's just make her like the spooky girl. She's, she's spooky. She's like, yeah, she's the spooky. Like, it's like, it's like everyone likes, like, you know, she's the new Lydia Dietz. Let's just go. Yeah, yeah <laughs> she's, she's everybody's favorite goth chick. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Waterworld. $264 million. How? Keep in mind, keep in mind, it's one of the top 10 movies of the year. And still one of the most significant box office failures of all time because, because it cost $175 million. It cost so much to make. Also a Genesis game. <laughs> and yes, also a Genesis game and also an absolutely fantastic Universal Studios stunt show. Yeah, that stayed around way longer than it should have. Yeah. It's like, um, why are Waterworld backdrafts still here? Yeah, think about it. Waterworld is... Uh, was $175 million. Apollo 13, $52 million. A movie uh, about, go, about, a movie that lives and dies about making you believe that Tom Hanks is in outer space. And that Cross. Kevin Bacon's a good actor. Yeah. Uh, what? Sorry. 
it, it costs substantially less than Waterworld. Goldeneye, where they are routinely blowing stuff up all of the time and use nothing but practical effects, was $60 million. <laughs> a giant satellite dish that literally falls on a dude. Yeah. Nope. No. For England, James? Yeah. No. Alan. And rounding out the top 10, uh, Jumanji at $263 million. Which I like Jumanji a lot. Have you watched have you watched it recently? The original Jumanji? Yeah. 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 Boy, do does the CGI not hold up well? No. The monkeys no. in particular. Yeah, but look rough. Time, at the same time, I don't care. It's, <laughs> yeah, I I love Jumanji. It's fine. Uh this year it uh uh best film at the Academy Awards is Braveheart. Um Actor of the Year this year was Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's right. He won an Oscar. Yeah, Leaving Las Vegas. Susan Sarandon. Kevin Spacey won for Best Supporting Actor. (laughs) (laughs) Mira Servino for Best Supporting Actress. What? Oh, that's right. She. Yeah. Okay. She won for the. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Emma Thompson won for Best Adapted Screenplay for Sense and Sensibility. Mm-hmm. And Christopher McQuarrie won for The Usual Suspects for Best okay. Original Screenplay, which, you know. Great movie, Usual Great Suspects. Movie. Yes. Don't, uh, don't so. Google Brian Singer. Yeah. Don't, uh, yes. or, or, or Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't, don't, don't just, look at any just, of Just pretend that movie exists I'm, in the back here. I'm just quickly, we're just going to go through. Switch. I'm not talking about movies, but we're just going to snowball about some of this stuff because I am looking at some of the movies that came out this year and was blown away that this was the height of jerky boy fever. <laughs> oh my lord. They put out a jerky boys movie in 1995. So. I just want to make sure that there's no other cartoons that we missed that came out this year. Yes, there was a goofy movie that came out this year. Better, better Disney movie. Than, better yep. movie than Pocahontas. Yep, absolutely. Goofy movie's, uh, goofy movie's legit. Also, this is also the peak um, Oh, the pe- the pebble and the penguin, which is another Don Bluth film. Um, oh, yeah, I never saw it. This is also uh, Polly Shore fever for us for this country. Uh, uh, Biodome and the Army now. Jury duty. <laughs> Jury duty. It had to be one of those. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Friday. We've already talked about Friday on the show. We don't need to talk. About we'll get my dad Friday. to talk about Friday one, yeah. one episode. Any other anime? Tales from the Hood. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. not animated, but I felt no. like I needed to think of it. Fun Congo. Congo is basically animated. JJ, so it's a, so a Power Rangers movie. I'm gonna tell you this one time. Okay. Stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, babe, love babe. In yeah, between uh, make in between making Mad Max movies, he, uh, George Miller likes to make children's films about pigs and penguins. So. <laughs> Mortal oh, Kombat. Yeah. I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm doing it. And I apologize. But I'm being faster about it because I can. Uh, nobody cares that Showgirls or Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers came out. It's <laughs> Toy Story and Pocahontas. Mall Rats. That's in. Oh yeah, Mar- Captain Marvel came out. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Casino. Good movie. Yeah. Also, also, I really like Ace Ventura too. Heat. Sorry, I know I said Heat already, but it's Jim Gaffigan. Have you seen Heat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it came out like twelve my... years ago. Like twelve years ago, I yeah. want to talk about it now. Yes, yes. Uh, believe me, that that exact conversation, doing the Jim Gaffigan voice when I talk about movies comes up all yeah. the time. Balto, another animated film that came out this year. So, Balto is okay. It's all right. It's another one of those movies where it's like inspired by true events, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so we say. Oh, that's the cartoon. So that's that. That is that. That is that. I know I said that is that several times, but you know what? That you know what time it is now. Uh, it is. Uh, 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 uh oh. <laughs> what? I mean, I've i miscalculated some stuff here. Where is? Okay, never mind. I'm when you just three D print a new list up. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I I thought I lost the. Uh, Thought I lost the stick that had our lists on it, but no, no. Oh no, it's it's here. JJ, the list it's, is life. The list is life. It's pure perfect science. Um, Nick. Oh, yes. Oh, oh I was gonna, you you want to say what you're going to say first? We we forgot a movie from 1985. Oh, what did we forget? Johnny, Johnny I didn't forget Johnny Demonic. Did to you mention Johnny Demonic? Okay. <laughs> Nick, you ready to rank? Pocahontas. Wow. Okay. Is that that the adult film? I didn't say it the other way. Okay. Hey, let's 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 shave off the time of the show. Let's start around (laughs) fifteen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. On your list is the rescuers. Okay. Is it better or worse it, than the rescuers? It is not better than the rescuers. Is that about rescuers down under? No. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty? Is it better than no. Sleeping Beauty? No, 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 no. It's not better than Sleeping Beauty. Is it better than the Aristocats? No. Is it better than 101 Dalmatians? No. Is it better than Lady in the Tramp? No. Is it better than Peter Pan? Boy, that'd be weird to have those close to each other. Keep keep in mind, no. Say it's better than Peter Pan. You also say it's better than Alice in Wonderland. No, it's not. What about Fun and Fancy Free? Yeah, it's better than Fun and Fancy Free. Yeah, it's once we get start getting into like the little the serials and things. That's that's about as low as I want to go with it. All right, so that puts it uh, here. Where are we at on your list here? One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, twenty, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Twenty-third on your list. Okay. It is better than Fun and Fancy Free, Pinocchio, Snow White, Bambi, Make My Music, Melody Time, Oliver and Company, Three Caballeros, Fox and the Hound, and Saludos Amigos. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm not going to go through my whole list because I know exactly where I want to put it already. And I can just tell you right now that I am going to put it above the rescuers down under. No, wait. I didn't mean above. I meant 
below mm-hmm. <laughs> rescuers down under. Down under, down under. I keep spelling Pocahontas wrong because I am a problematic white man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the most problematic. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five on my list. Wow. So good. Not too far off. Not too far off. So that's uh, that. That is Pocahontas. I feel like we didn't actually talk about Pocahontas, and I don't know why, because we talked about Pocahontas. Uh, uh, I know why we did. Yeah. It's not a good movie. Yeah. And we, we, we didn't really talk about the plot at all, because... It's not worth talking about. Not worth talking about. Uh, you know, it's like it's a simple plot. It's oh, here's it's because we mentioned it in passing. It's, it's like a weird treasure story that involves colonization. It's but weird. Hey guys, up. it's it's on Netflix right this second. It is. That's how I watched it. Netflix because I me, do not own Pocahontas. So uh, I, mean, well, I do own I do own Pocahontas. I own Pocahontas on a weird VHS copy <laughs> that, yeah. that I can't. That is still sealed. <laughs> so, so, but it's it's the. Now, here's the thing. Here is a telling sign. If a Disney animated movie is on Netflix, that <laughs> is a sign that they don't care as much about it. Yeah. And with that, and, and with that, let's just say next week is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Guess where you can Which, watch The Hunchback of Notre Dame? <laughs> uh, I think it's also on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so uh, yeah. Just, 1996 Disney animated feature, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, I think be, fun. I think we'll have be nicer to this movie. Well, yeah, we'll we actually have a fondness for the not the source material, but the more popular source material. Yeah, and yeah. and it, it it has one of the coolest Disney songs ever written. So yeah, something that's really sort of out of left field for Disney. so And it might be poignant considering what happened about a month or two ago. Yeah. Ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. And until then, thank you for joining us. And as always, have a magical day. Bye.